0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Thursdays Theology Podcast. Boop, boop. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am joined by my lovely wife, Chrissy, um, and we are going to talk about is there a war on Christmas?
1: Dun, dun, dun. Right,
0: right. <laughs> um, so, the war on Christmas, um, from what I understand, is was a uh, a phrase coined a few years ago, and to to describe basically that. It's a hostile place to say Merry Christmas. Like, we can't say Merry Christmas anymore. Uh, corporations can't say Merry Christmas because it's offensive. Uh, Christians are under attack because they can't say Merry Christmas to their neighbors or their friends because, like, oh, if you say Merry Christmas to your Jewish neighbor, that's really offensive. And that's, you know... So this, this war on Christmas um, mentality and ideology came up as a response to, like, oh, well, we as Christians are under attack because we can't express our faith. And you're, you're shaking your head. <laughs> I'm shaking, shaking head. my
1: head and rolling my eyes. Okay. Let, um, Let's talk about that. Because, I don't know, especially just, like, the phrase war on Christmas, like, all it does is put people in more of a defensive posture, and then it becomes kind of this battle for dominance, and, like, to me, that just seems so antithetical to the spirit of Christmas in the first place, of just, mm. like... I think, I don't know, I just think of, like, peace and hope and love and, like, those are, like, supposed to be, like, kind of central themes to focus on around Christmas and Advent and yet, like, how can we embody those things if we're, like, so bent out of shape about, like, I don't know. What words people say. Right. Because um, I don't think it's even like people feeling like their language is police. It's like it we flip it and then start trying to police everyone else's language. Hmm. And so, like, I have no problem with people saying, like, oh yeah, I said Merry Christmas and this person got really offended. Like, oh, well, then that makes sense if, like, maybe then you get a little defensive. Um, and say like, I want to be able to say Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think the bigger issue is recognizing that not everyone celebrates Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so what do we do with that? Um, and if someone gets offended at hearing you say Merry Christmas, like, I don't think the response, the right response is to be like, well, I'm going to shove Christmas down your throat. Right. Um, maybe it's asking more questions of like, well, why isn't this person okay with Christmas? Like, do mm. they have a bad experience with Christmas or with Christians? And like taking a more humble posture. Probably the latter. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, yeah, I think the war on Christmas just like, I don't know. Framing it in that way, I think, just creates such a toxic atmosphere. Right. Um, and then really damages the way we interact with people around the holidays. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, you you minored in sociology. Yes. Right? Um, so, you went to a specific university. Mm-hmm. Go Cougars. Woo. Buy all the socks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I mean, who cares? <laughs> um, and... You, you mentioned a little bit ago about this idea of the word war putting you in an automatically defensive position. Um, so I don't know if this is a sociology question, so I'm just going <laughs> to ask it and see where it goes. Okay. <laughs> um, but is there something about the way something's worded that somebody responds either defensively or openly?
1: Um, oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I think... I feel like the phrasing war on Christmas is to then, like, fuel people's fear mm. of, like, the fear that Christianity can no longer be, like, a public religion or, mm. like, fear that somehow our religion is going to be suppressed. Yeah. Um, that, that fear of persecution, and I think, like, especially in the United States of America, like, we have to have a clear understanding and difference between, like, persecution and, like, oh, I had a good word for it, but I lost it. Not, like, comfortability, but, like... No,
0: I I think I know what you're saying, because I think something that just drives me crazy is I think that a lot of American Christians have mistaken persecution for hurt feelings yeah um where and the, it, and what I mean by that is like well'll I'll share another funny Christian meme now, and by the way, I, I follow a lot of Christian memes on Instagram just because I think that we are living in a golden age of technology and Christianity meeting and just producing some really hilarious stuff. It's so good um, so the <laughs> the meme that I'm thinking about is this it's it's so bad that I say this out loud now. Um, it's this this overweight kid um, who is like looking at the camera and he has a very confused look on his face and uh, the caption is my teacher said I couldn't wear my cross necklace to school anymore is this persecution and I, I laugh at that because it's just like like oh well of course it isn't persecution but then I think about the deeper thing that it represents I think it represents a very, very fragile sense of Christianity in America. Because I think if you say, like, oh, I can't say Merry Christmas, therefore, like, they're attacking my faith. Like, you have a very twisted sense of of what it means to be persecuted. Mm -hmm. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, I think... So, I think what I was trying to say is there's a difference between Christianity having dominance
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and then recognizing, well, like, that might not be the case anymore, but that doesn't mean, like, Christianity is necessarily being suppressed or persecuted. Like, there is still freedom of religion. It's just the world now is recognizing there's other religions and other people of faith, um, of different faiths in this country. Mm -hmm. And so how do we function together in a way that we respect and see one another. Mm -hmm. Um, I think think it's hard because there is that line of like, you know, I think it's about like space, like proper space and what what language can be used. Because I think where people are saying like, oh, I can't say Merry Christmas. Like if you're working for a company that isn't a Christian company, you can't be expected to then have your Christian views, like, be the only view. Right. Um, but in general, as a free human being, like, outside of spaces where things might be limited because of your work atmosphere, like, you should be able to say Merry Christmas. Right. And, like, other people might, like, say happy holidays back but then it's not your place to like police their right language. and see,
0: that that's the thing i think that's what what is so ironic about it where a lot of christians feel like they can't say merry christmas and they 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 might like <laughs> go f- subvert like i'm gonna subverse the, the, the entire system and say merry christmas when somebody gives me my starbucks drink in my holiday cup I'm, I'm sorry I attempted a joke didn't, <laughs> didn't really lay too well um, but I think when we as Christians say like oh I feel like I can't say Merry Christmas but then we say it to somebody and they say Happy Holidays back then our response is like oh well they just don't they don't like respect my religion they don't like respect my faith you know like if it's like well they're saying what they celebrate you know Yeah, or what
1: they're comfortable with or maybe they're just a person that takes a more general stance of saying happy holidays So that they can be welcoming and cheerful to anyone they interact with like there's nothing wrong with saying happy holidays
0: So I remember (laughs) (laughs) this was so funny because I remember it was two or three years ago. I was shopping at Target um, during Christmas season and I had two responses uh, to to me, um, it wasn't anybody that worked at Target. It was it was two people that I just interacted with in the store, like fellow shoppers. And I remember specifically, um, I was like coming to the end of an aisle, and you know that awkward like, like oh who got there first? Like who goes first? Who gets the right way? Type thing. I was like oh go ahead and like and the guy was like oh no no please after you. I was like oh thank you Merry Christmas. And he was just like Happy Hanukkah. And I was so stoked. I was stoked out of my mind that I was like, yes! <laughs>
1: That's so cool.
0: Awesome! Like, finally! Like, some. so anyway, that was cool. Yeah.
1: Um, Do you feel like he was, like, trying to, like, be like, well, screw you, like, for assuming that I celebrate no, no, Christmas? No,
0: not at all. Okay. Not at all. No, 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 no. Yeah. And in fact, the, the same store, that same incident, that same day, um, I was in, I think it was the electronics or the video games or something, and, um... I got into a conversation with a dude um, about uh, I forget what is I think it was Syndicate that was coming out, and I was looking at it Assassin's Creed that is. I was looking at Assassin's Creed Syndicate, and uh, we were talking about it. And he had he had to go, so I said, "Oh, thank you for you know talking with me. Merry Christmas." And I'll never forget. Dude said, "Happy Tuesday." <laughs>
1: I mean, that's cool.
0: Oh, it was great. Oh, yeah. it was so good. Because, like, it caught me off guard because, of course, you're expecting, you know, either Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays. <laughs> um, but, like, that was the first time I'd ever been shopping during the Christmas season. Dude, just like, Happy Tuesday.
1: <laughs> that's great. But, so, I don't know. I guess the what I would say, then, is the better way to look at it is, you choose what you want to say according to your religion or your belief in wanting to recognize all religions or all people Mm -hmm. like if you want to say happy holidays then by all means you can say happy holidays if you want to say merry christmas or if you celebrate another holiday like go ahead and say that but know that like other people might say something else like entirely back to you. Right. And that's okay.
0: Right. It's like, not an attack on your faith. Yeah. Yeah. Because one of the things I also want to highlight here is, is that I think that the war on Christmas, um, again, it might sound cynical, but I'm going to go there because I, I want to emphasize this point. I think that when we as American Christians get bent out of shape for people not saying Merry Christmas or what have you we do a great disservice to our brothers and sisters internationally that are actually mm. really persecuted for their faith.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, because, for for instance, in America, we might feel like, like, oh, we're under attack. There's a war on Christmas. They hate Jesus, that sort of thing. But the reality is... Every single one of us can go to our places of worship, to our sanctuaries, to our churches, and celebrate Christmas Eve and Christmas Day services without any fear.
1: Mm-hmm. We,
0: we can do that freely. Yeah. And that is not a privilege everybody uh, shares worldwide. And I think that when we kind of get bent out of shape that, oh, Starbucks didn't say Merry Christmas to me, so there's a war against me. <laughs> like we completely, how arrogant and self-centered are we to think that what we're going through has any sort of comparison to to what our brothers and sisters internationally do
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know there's the um, the missionary who got killed on that island mm-hmm. is is been weighing heavily on my mind and heart lately and and the idea is is that he was there to share the gospel and and he was killed and that's he, he died proclaiming the gospel right so I have a hard time with Christians who say, like, oh, Starbucks hates Christmas and take them seriously because there's there's things going on internationally. There's there's Christians in China that have to meet secretly and can't... Okay, story time. <laughs> um, one of the most moving videos I've seen in the past five years was a, uh, a video of... I forget the organization that it was, but it's an organization that, that got Bibles to some of the Chinese churches in, in mm-hmm. China. And... I, I can't even like describe it because what happened was that there was this pallet of Bibles, and they open up the box, and the the congregation, it was, it was a small congregation, comes around it, and you see them picking up the Bible like very very gently, like like holding it like it's is a newborn child, mm-hmm. and then um, you have these these women who 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 take it the, to their to their hearts like take the Bible to their hearts and they're just weeping,
1: mm-hmm. they're
0: just crying because now they have. The word of God and with them in their hands yeah. and like that man that was one of the most moving things and i think oh gosh i i think we fa- we have not had a, a moment like that in american christianity in a very 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 long mm-hmm. time we can we have an app <laughs> that we can look at the bible we can
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> we can
0: highlight things we can like text it to our friends we can put it on facebook we can we can publicly proclaim our faith without fear of persecution in, in the United States. Mm-hmm. So I have a real hard time with with Christians, with fellow Christians, because, again, we want to identify with them. Yeah. Um, I have a real hard time with fellow Christians that, that get bent out of shape about the, quote-unquote, war on Christmas, you know? Yeah. Um, so speaking of, in, in our very first uh, vlog episode, we talked about this idea of Starbucks hating Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and. That sort of thing. So I, I want to dive into that a little bit. Yeah. Later, um, because I think there's a lot of important things to be said about, you know, corporate America and how we live in it as American Christians. And yeah. So what you were saying earlier about, um, about different religions being represented in, in the national scape and stuff like that, uh, national landscape, um, Do you think that corporations have a obligation or a responsibility to honor all religions, no religions, some religions? Like, how do you think that works? If you are a company in this public sphere?
1: I mean, yeah, we kind of talked about it in the Starbucks episode. But in general, like, businesses are there to be, like businesses and make make money money and reach the broadest audience so like recognize it for what it is and know that like they might not appeal to one specific group they're trying to do what they can to appeal to everyone and so like supporting any one group can be really isolating and so it's unrealistic to expect general companies to say merry christmas. Right. If it's a christian organization or a christian company like by all means they should be able to say merry christmas. Oh. Um, believe and you be me. well, but also and be okay with other people who are not christians not supporting their business or wanting to say merry christmas because I don't know, that's just like it makes sense and that's not like a war against christmas or christians. It's your Christian company, so you're appealing to Christians. Right. It's okay if you don't peel appeal, appeal to the rest of the right. population. And
0: if you like, if you're going into business to appeal to Christians, that means by, like, you know, business law, you are going to isolate non-Christians. You know, and that's that's the gamble you take. Like, if you're a business who wants to make money, you're going to appeal to as many people as possible. If you're a Christian business, it's going to appeal to just Christians. You're not going to make as much profit as you would if you were just a normal company. And as a side note, I believe that the Chick-fil-A in Santa Barbara has been funded more or less by our eating. Oh, my gosh. I
1: mean, yeah. (laughs) Like, oh,
0: I love me some Chick-fil-A. I love being able to walk into Chick-fil-A, have somebody say, like, oh, it's my pleasure to serve you. Merry Christmas. See a Christmas tree. Ooh. (laughs) The Blessed Bird. Oh, I love that restaurant so much. And yeah, so um, so I wanted to ask you an important question about, I'm going to reposition my chair here. Um, why do you think it's so important to Christians that, that companies say Merry Christmas?
1: Um, I might have also mentioned this before, but in case you didn't see that Starbucks episode, Um, I think it's about wanting to feel seen or recognized Um, or I don't know maybe for some there's also this weird nostalgia of America being a Christian nation I can can definitely that's like a whole nother thing of like Christianity and like the formation of the United States being intertwined and things like that that's a whole Um, podcast to itself featuring me (laughs) that's a whole separate (laughs) thing but I think maybe it's like there's still some pockets of Christianity that are coming to grips with the fact that our nation is a lot more diversified now mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of viewpoints as well as religion. Yes. Um, and so it's hard because, like, I don't, like, I think they might see that as, like, a failure of Christianity or a need for Christianity to ma- maintain its dominance. Um, but again, I feel like then it goes into this whole power dynamic struggle Mm. and i don't think that's the true heart of christianity like it's not it shouldn't be about power or dominance um and so um i just think there there are other ways to go about it um and when we're striving for power that's maybe not the best reflection of christianity
0: Yes, um, I absolutely agree. And
1: so I do get where maybe it makes some people fearful or um, I don't know be- believing that they're being persecuted um, even mm-hmm. when it's really they they're just no longer in a place of dominance. and so I think it's a greater question of like having to sit with that and be like, okay, well then how do... We share our Christian faith in the public sphere, Mm -hmm. um, even when it's not like (laughs) fully recognized um, by every single organization in the United States.
0: (laughs) I'm really interested about your power comment, um, because I think what it got me thinking about is the fact that I, I don't think Christians like the idea of persecution so as a a protection against it we try to assume and take as much power as possible because we think that secure there's security and power so i think what's going on here at a deeper level with your power comment is the fact that um we have it basically boils down to the question of well what's your faith worth to you and what i mean by that is is it worth being persecuted Mm. Is it worth losing your life? You know, because if you if you haven't read the history of the apostles, mm-hmm. all of them meet pretty terrible ends. In fact, we just got done um, celebrating uh, St. Andrew's Day, which mm. was uh, the, uh, earlier this month. And St. Andrew is the patron saint of Scotland. I think I got that right. It's, it... I don't know anything
1: <laughs> about saints. Um, so St. Saint
0: Andrew... Is that what I always said, yeah, yeah, okay. So St. Andrew's cross is a is an X shaped cross, mm. and that's that's the one that makes up the 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 X shape in the United Kingdom flag, by the way. Oh,
1: interesting. Yeah.
0: So anyway, uh, St. Andrew was crucified on an X shaped cross, so like he was he was stretched out in the shape of an X. Um, one of the apostles was crucified upside down. Like several of the apostles were crucified. Ones was like. Uh, stoned to death, like all of them, met pretty terrible ends. And if you look at the history of Christianity, you have martyrs who die pretty horrific deaths. So I think American Christians are very, very comfortable
1: <laughs> in, oh, in their
0: faith because, again, it, it's like, oh, well, I don't want to die for my faith. Like, I'm, I, I like going to church, I like. I like saying that I'm a Christian. I like what Christianity represents, but I'm I'm not in it to die. Like, what what are you talking about?
1: Well, oh, well, that's interesting. Not even like the death thing, but I feel like Christianity in no way is close to even becoming like or needing to be an quote unquote underground religion.
0: Oh my god! Like, that's uh, never going to be a
1: thing in, in America. America. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like there is freedom of religion, so like mm-hmm. we're nowhere like near knowing what that's like um nor is that ever going to happen but i feel like that's kind of like the fear of like oh they're suppressing my christianity and not being able to say merry christmas you can still say merry christmas in most spheres of life um except for like what i had talked about before like if you work for an organization that is not exclusively christian then like yeah you might need to say happy holidays and Hmm. like I just, say deal with it. Like, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Um, Sorry,
1: that might be harsh. No, no, no. no. But, no, but I actually want to talk about your comment about, like, not wanting to die for religion. Like, um, the religion of Christianity is based off one who, like, needed to die in order for our salvation. So, like, if we are to follow Christ, that also means following Christ to death.
0: And what's funny is, is that, The verse that pops up to mind is, you know, whoever wants to follow me, they must deny themselves and pick up their cross.
1: There you go. So
0: that is not a metaphorical (laughs) statement. Jesus is saying, if you want to follow me, you have to pick up the most public, humiliating, painful death possible and follow me. You have to be willing to die that death. And that's just mind blowing Mm -hmm. because like, I don't think a lot of Christians think that. I don't think a lot of American Christians just are thinking, you know, oh, you know, I hope I get persecuted and die for my faith today. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's the mentality.
1: No, we've gotten way too comfortable being in a place of power. Yeah. And so that's why, like, I think so many are freaking out because it feels like we're losing our power. Mm-hmm. And so then we're like, oh, what does this mean? Like, we actually have to stand for our faith. <laughs>
0: but it's so, it's so funny because, like, what drives me nuts is, is that we're, we're putting our faith in in human institutions and power oh yeah, as a means to protect ourselves. Cause like if we really honestly put Jesus at the center of what we do and recognize that he is the ruler of earth, like there's no question about power dynamic, power dynamic doesn't mean anything to to Christ. So like we might have, you know, a hostile government or a dictator or a uh, oligarch come along and, and rule us. But our allegiance is not to our country.
1: Mm-hmm. Our
0: allegiance is to the kingdom.
1: Amen.
0: You know? <laughs> preach it. <laughs> I should get a sound effect that is like, just like... Preach it. Preach it. <laughs> Either that or it's like, oh, that's good. <clears throat> Amen. <laughs> Talk about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I want to do that now. <laughs> get a little soundboard going. Um, What was I going to say? Uh, Yeah, I think just... Historically speaking, American Christians are very, very comfortable. And one of the things that drives me crazy, and this is, as somebody who has studied American history at great length, one of the things that drives me absolutely nuts is when people say, like, oh, well, America is a Christian nation. It was founded on Christian ideas. Christianity influenced a little bit. Very, very little bit. But you know what influenced it more? enlightenment philosophy Mm -hmm. the entirety of the u.s constitution is like an enlightenment document
1: right and also like isn't that why like the founding documents are written in a way that opens the door to the freedom of religion or the Mm -hmm. practice of freedom practice of religion Mm -hmm. um and not like actually founding the nation as a Christian nation like if that's We say that's like how we are founded, but at the same time. That's not in the founding documents. Yeah, like it is not um, The end-all be-all of the forming of the nation and so Yes, there's a lot of background but the goal was freedom of religion Mm -hmm. Um, And so we have to recognize that open door appreciate it for what it means and our ability to practice Christianity Mm -hmm. so openly and so freely, but also recognize that the same freedoms are allowed for people who follow other religions. Um, and the way to convert people is to not say, well, this country is Christian. Like it's to actually live out your faith and interact with other people, mm-hmm. um, and help them see and understand what your faith means to you, mm-hmm. um, and maybe catch on that there's something different.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: what a novel concept! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to end this section, okay, by just making a public service announcement. <clears throat> all of my fellow christians who think that their their christmases are under attack there is nobody coming after you there is nobody gonna that's gonna kick it open your door and take your nativity set and burn it there's nobody that's gonna come and confiscate your bible there's nobody that's gonna be throwing you in jail for saying merry christmas it is okay you are safe (laughs) (laughs) so enjoy your christmas Enjoy your your nativity scenes. Enjoy your Christmas cookies and your Christmas carols and your baby Jesus and the nativity scenes. And remember, we live in this world, but we're not of this world. We're we're, we're living in a a kingdom that is now and not yet. And that means we, we live in America, but our allegiance isn't to the United States. Our allegiance isn't to north america or nato or nafta or the eu or any of those places our allegiance is to the kingdom that has been inaugurated here on earth and will be complete when christ comes back Mm. so there's nobody coming after you you're going to be okay it is okay to say merry christmas just don't be a douchebag about it
1: (laughs) merry christmas and happy holidays
0: (laughs) (laughs) um so I wanted to end this podcast episode um, some way. I just forgot about it. Uh, Oh, yeah, I wanted to ask, like, we've been talking a lot about kind of the detriments of American Christianity and, and Christmas thought and stuff like that. And I just wanted to ask, what are some things that we can do that are positive? Like, what are some positive things that we can do in light of understanding that we're not under attack, we don't have to be defensive, and... We're free to share the joy of this Christmas season with, with both believers and non-believers.
1: Um, no matter the setting, you can still choose to say Merry Christmas. Mm. Um, but say so humbly recognizing that it could rub some people the wrong way. Yeah. Um, and if it does, don't get defensive. Even if the other person gets defensive, choose to enter into that space to lean into those tensions and maybe ask them, hey, what's going on? Like, I'm sorry. I said Merry Christmas because that's what I celebrate. Can you tell me why or what you celebrate or why Hmm. like Christmas is a hard thing for you?
0: Yeah, no, and, that, and that's what I'm hearing then is don't view it as an attack on you, but an opportunity to ask more questions.
1: Yeah, I think that's actually more how we spread Jesus during the Christmas season. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I would say still say Merry Christmas because that's um, sharing what you believe. Um, and then ask good questions.
0: Hmm. Um, yeah. So wait, what you're saying is to, to love your neighbors yourself?
1: I mean, I guess so. (laughs) Wow, fancy
0: that! Yeah, huh? Funny how that works, huh? And I think my my tip for this Christmas season would be, kind of piggybacking off of yours, is just be more empathetic, Mm. be be more open to just hearing that Christmas is not a happy occasion for a lot of people, Mm. and whatever that means, it's your duty as a Christ follower. To love that person. And if that means not saying Merry Christmas, then that means you don't say Merry Christmas to them, you know? Mm. So just be more empathetic. And so I guess that that point can be summed, summed up. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Don't be a douchebag this Christmas season. <laughs> just don't. Don't don't be a douche to, to people who aren't Christians. Don't be a douche to people who are Christians. Don't be a douche to yourself. Just just be a better person. <laughs> and everything will be okay. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, that being said, thank you, Chrissy, for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. I I love our conversations. um, And, yeah, I I think it was some good stuff today. Um, As always, this is the Thursday Theology Podcast, and it's an opportunity for us to expand on a lot of the ideas that we bring up in the vlog uh, if you are unfamiliar with our vlog, the, the you can follow the link in the description below um, and you can check us out there. Uh, we post every week an 8 to 12 minute video just talking about different things. And then the podcast is an opportunity for us to expand on those thoughts. So, yeah, um, as always, my name is Jeff. I am your host. And remember, theology doesn't always have to be difficult. It is simply the study of who God is. Take care. We'll see you next time. It's true, baby, let the
1: light shine through.